here's something everyone can agree with. Breast cancer survivors deserve some damn good uh, uh, orgasms. What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, your favorite sex educator. So the sex situation we're getting into right now is all about how to have an amazing orgasm, or two, or three, or baby, maybe even four, after you've survived breast cancer. And today's show ain't just for breast cancer survivors. It is also for the men and women who love them because sex after breast cancer is not only a challenge for those who are diagnosed, but it is also an important issue for people who want to penetrate a survivor's vagina. Men, they might want to penetrate with their penis or those superhero gentlemen, you know, the ones that you dream about. They might decide that penetration with their tongue is the right way to start the show. So boom, whether you have survived breast cancer or are in the middle of beating this brutal bitch down, and you gonna do it, girl, I know you are, or if you love someone who is in one of those situations, this show is for you. So you need to perk those sexy little ears up, okay? And since one in eight U.S. women will experience breast cancer in their lifetime, there is a very good chance that you already love or will love a woman who has survived this beast. And while likely she did receive amazing medical treatment, most survivors, you know what? They never get any advice about how they should go about having sex after survival. And that is really effed up, okay? The expectation that people can survive a major health crisis that is going to impact every aspect of their life, especially those matters related to hormonal changes, it is sad. It is so disappointing that our healthcare system offers little, if any, guidance for how to enjoy awesome erogenous experiences after survival. But you know what? That is okay because you are tuned in right now and we're going to get started today, people. And I know this is from personal experience, I know that the medical system could be doing so much more because every single year, the Sylvester Cancer Center, you know, the only cancer center in South Florida designated by the National Cancer Institute, well, they invite me to give a workshop on sex after breast cancer. And let me tell you, it's a patient group that I attend, a very active, like a supportive educational group, and the house is always packed not only with survivors of breast or ovarian cancer, but also many men who love these women. They also attend the workshops and have questions of their own. And while I have learned a ton 
about sex after cancer from the brave women who attend these workshops, the one thing I hear over and over again is that nobody is talking to them about ways to deal with the sexual changes that they may experience after surviving cancer. No one within the healthcare system is really addressing it. So of course, I am proud to be part of the healthcare system and also be speaking to you, but I wanna encourage everyone around the world doctors, nurses, educators, support group coordinators, sexologists. We really have to do more for all of the women and men as well who have their sex life is going through major changes because of breast cancer. And the great news is that so many people are surviving breast cancer these days. And I know that we can do better once we start incorporating, you know what? how to have some banging sex after breast cancer. So let's get started today, right now, and right here. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty on better sex after breast cancer. And based on my experiences learning about common issues that impact sexual satisfaction for survivors, I have developed a four-part plan to help breast cancer survivors get their sexual groove back. And let me tell you, you ready to hear about it? It's educate, masturbate, lubricate and recreate. You heard educate, masturbate, lubricate and recreate. Try to say that four times fast and your tongue will get tied too, okay? <laughs> Step one, educate. The first thing that you have to learn more about is what you are going through. You are not the first person to experience breast cancer, and unfortunately, you will not be the last. And you are certainly not the first person to be in love with someone going through it. And you can learn so much from other people who have already walked in your shoes. Many people have written blogs on sex after breast cancer or made videos, and lots of people attend breast cancer support groups, just like I was talking about. Unfortunately, sex is still such a taboo issue in society. So it's one of these topics that a lot of people have a lot of information about, but very few people are willing to express it and share it unless they're prompted. So I highly recommend ramping up your courage, okay, and attending a support group. I know that when I speak to the patient support group at the Sylvester Cancer Center, Many women exchange ideas during our conversation, and these interactions normalize the changes and help women find proven strategies that support sexual satisfaction. Now, some of the common challenges that you should start becoming educated about are A, loss of sexual desire. Now, this is super common when women are battling breast cancer and adjusting to their life after beating cancer down. And when you think about it, I mean, loss of sexual desire is so common for anybody who's under a lot of stress or focused on achieving something really important, like living, okay? And if you experience loss of sexual desire while you're focused on beating cancer, this is totally normal. And it's okay to be honest with yourself and your partner if you are involved with someone, but you need to put it into context. And remember that sexual desire often diminishes for anyone undergoing tremendous stress, not just women going through breast cancer, okay? It is very, very, very common, and it's also something that will dissipate as 
you get more and more comfortable with your status as a survivor, girl, like superhero. That's what I call it. Body image changes. Now, this is another common concern for survivors that needs to be addressed through education. Many women who have had mastectomies end up with brand new, beautiful breasts, and the physical changes are not always easy to adapt to, even if they physically look great. But you know what? Not all women choose to get new breasts. And also, in addition to changes in breast appearance, some women may also have to have a hysterectomy or another procedure that changes their reproductive potential and the functioning of their vaginal area. And let me tell you, symptoms of vulval vaginal atrophy, this is like degeneration of the vaginal area, it occurs in 50 to 70% of breast cancer survivors. And though this is not a visible physical change, these body changes are not easy for women to adjust to. Plus, changes can often diminish the body's ability to produce lubrication when they're sexually excited. So whether physical, mental, or emotional, the experience of breast cancer often changes how a woman feels about her body image. And it's important to communicate about these changes to your partner or to a therapist or a support group because talking about it is the first step to realizing that you need education about potential strategies to overcome these issues. So step one is educate and become educated about the common issues that women experience when they're battling down breast cancer. Step two, masturbate. Yeah, baby, I'm asking you to play with yourself. It is important to explore your own body to learn what feels good and what might not feel good. Yes, because before you can instruct someone else on how to pleasure you, you have to know what brings pleasure to yourself. That is so important. Nobody is ever going to love you like you do, okay? Now, of course, you can always use your fingers or a very strong, detachable showerhead. Girl, I know you know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> but do not be afraid to splurge on different types of vibrators. I mean, there's clitoral suckers, ticklers, and of course, there's dildos of all different sizes that you can experiment with to see how your body now responds to penetration. And also... When it comes to your shopping list, do not forget to buy yourself something to wear that makes you feel comfortable when being intimate. If you know you're still adjusting to your new breasts, now is not the time to get some low-cut lingerie that highlights your breasts. Instead, maybe you get a high-neck, silky little negligee that is super short and shows off your booty. You know what I'm saying? If you feel sexy in it, your partner is also going to feel that you are sexy too. But before you start building up your master course in self-pleasure, do not forget to lubricate. Oh, no. And that is step three, baby. Lubricate. Make sex wet again. <laughs> yes, that's going to be my campaign slogan one day, okay? Make sex wet again. <laughs> Seriously, girl, you need to invest in some real good lube. Now, 
There are tons of lubes out there, and I highly recommend you listen to my podcast called Lube 101 to learn about all of your lubricating options. We even discuss a lube injector, which might be helpful for breast cancer survivors, so you should definitely check out that show when you're done listening to this one. But in short, if I were you, I would likely buy a water-based lube because a silicone-based lube is going to break down your toys and oil lubes can break down condoms. And because you're just learning how your sexual responses, you know, function, you do not want to experiment with tingling or warming lubes right now because those lubes You know what their goal is? To add additional sensations. And right now is the time to learn how your body reacts without those types of additives, okay? Now, for some women, lube is just not going to be enough. And that is completely normal. And that is when I recommend exploring some clinical interventions for wetness. That means you want to talk to your doctor about these things I'm going to talk about. For example, ask your doctor about the Mona Lisa laser. This is an outpatient painless procedure that can be performed, what, during your lunchtime. There is no downtime at all. I've discussed this procedure at some of the breast cancer groups I've been invited to speak at. And you know what? Some patients have tried it and then they followed up with me to give feedback. One woman in particular, she stands out in my mind. She recovered from breast cancer five years prior and she was in tremendous pain Every time she had sex with her husband, she had really severe, severe pain. I'm talking about, you know what? Her garage door was closed and he was just pushing that car through a closed garage door. And I asked, how does your husband feel about it? And she said she had never disclosed it to him. So she was also dealing with this issue all by herself. And that is not easy. But after learning about the Mona Lisa laser at the support group, she tried it and she told me that it significantly decreased the amount of pain she felt during sex. And she was confident that a few more sessions would lead to even greater improvements. Of course, this is definitely something you need to discuss with your doctor. But many women have found this procedure helpful and it is non-hormonal. And I also think importantly for us Americans, it may be covered by insurance if you are a breast or ovarian cancer survivor. Another clinical intervention that has been shown to be effective in some research trials is the O-shot, you know, the orgasm shot. I mean, that's what it is called in slang. That's not really what they call it. Well, some doctors do call it that. I imagine your doctor is going to know what you're talking about if they have not called me that. And you can always recommend this podcast to them if they need to learn more about some clinical interventions to improve your wetness. I would appreciate the referral. And your doctor needs to be educated about this. The entire medical community really needs to treat sexual pleasure like an important aspect of wellness because it is okay so the o shot this is another clinical intervention that has been effective at improving sexual functioning for breast cancer survivors what is the o shot you're asking well it's like basically the vampire facial for your vagina and if you don't know what that is you need to google Kim Kardashian vampire facial. And what you're going to see is how blood is extracted from her body and then put into a centrifuge and injected back into her face to rejuvenate her cells. You know, make everything look and feel 
Brand spanking new. Well, the O-Shot is basically a vampire facial for your vajayjay. In fact, there was an article published in the 2018 Journal of Menopause showing that breast cancer survivors who get the O-Shot significantly experienced reduced pain you know what I'm saying, their pain during sex was significantly reduced after getting the O-shot, plus the functional integrity of their vaginal lining was restored, plus they had increased lubrication, and everybody knows when it comes to sex, wetter is better. Boom, okay? Step four. Recreate. After breast cancer, it is going to take some time and some effort to recreate a satisfying sex life. There is no point in rushing anything. You need to love you. And right now, that means taking time. It's important that you take the time to experiment sexually without any pressure for penetration. You know... Try new ways of getting excited, but know that even if you do get sexually excited, you should not feel any pressure to have to go through with sexual penetration. It is very helpful to understand that after breast cancer, sex is likely going to be different. And you know what? Different does not mean bad. Often, sex becomes even better after breast cancer because it presents a unique opportunity to do different sexual things that you wouldn't have been prompted to explore before. You can ask different sexual questions of yourself and explore new sexual techniques with a partner. Now, if breast stimulation used to be a major point of your sexual repertoire, you may need to find new erogenous zones. like. Have you tried tantalizing that little crease where your butt meets the back of your thigh? You know that one, that little line right under your booty? Or that sweet spot below your navel? That's your sacral chakra? You know, right above your vajayjay, right below your belly button? Your sacral chakra area is known to be extraordinarily stimulating. It's like a major center of pleasure. And when that is really flowing, the energy through there, mm, or what about soft, long strokes down the whole side of your body with a feather? Or mm, make it a little juicier with a feather-like tongue stroke, okay? (laughs) Now remember, sexual activity does not need to include penetration. And when you're ready to consider penetration, start with, you know, a vibrator on your own of different sizes. Then maybe you proceed to a finger or maybe a tongue and then a finger. You know what I'm saying? Take your time. And if you feel like pleasuring your man, but your vagina doesn't feel ready quite yet, girl, you got to use your hands, okay? Or your mouth. There's plenty of ways to help your guy climax that does not involve vaginal pain. But most important, keep your mind 
open to new sexual possibilities and keep the relationship door open for honest communication. Talk about the changes that you're going through. Discuss some potential new positions. I don't know, maybe you go down on him in the car. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you guys take a taxi somewhere, you know, and you move your hand over to his open zipper. I don't know. You got to be creative right now. I know what you're thinking. What? I've survived breast cancer. Now I got more work to do. Girl, you know what? This is a new opportunity to what? Recreate an exciting new sex life. And that is the best way that you can really look at this. And you know what? A positive attitude does make everything better than a negative one. So put your chin up in the air and think about how you can get freaky deaky while maintaining your own comfort, okay? And exploring new things in addition to new positions or sexual activities you might want to try. You also could make some special time to express to your partner, thank you, I appreciate you, and I really, really, really am grateful for your support and patience as we work through this new sex life together and figure it out. Let them know that you do appreciate them because you're not the only one going through these sexual changes. And maybe you can get a little freaky deaky with your appreciation and try some role playing. You know what I'm saying? Pretend like you're a virgin. Okay, maybe you're a virgin and you spend an entire year exploring new ways to express your sexual connection without, you know, getting caught or causing pain or discomfort. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The longer you spend playing with each other sexually, the more satisfying your sex life can become. The key here is to take your time, communicate honestly, and what? Stay open to trying new modes of sexual pleasure. Mm, mm, mm. All right, all right, now it's time for the climax, y'all, when I give you a little something-something to remember this show by. And today, that something is the four-step plan to step up your sexual satisfaction after breast cancer. Step one, educate. Learn about the common sexual issues breast cancer survivors experience and attend support groups to get advice from other survivors. Step two, masturbate. Explore your sexual responses after breast cancer and find out what feels good to you so then you can tell your lover how to turn you on. Step three, lubricate. Buy yourself lots and lots and lots of real good lube. And go for the water-based variety right now. And most important, listen to my podcast called Lube 101 as soon as you turn this one off. And step four is recreate. Yes, baby, this is an opportunity to create a newer, better, stronger sexual repertoire that turns your body on like never before. And remember, you can always do a little naughty, naughty role-playing to remind your partner to treat you just as tender 
as a virgin. Like a virgin. Hey! <laughs> Y'all, I so appreciate you Let me chat with you about my four-step plan to get your sexual groove back after cancer. Now you know what's going to happen next. You're going to share this show with someone you love, perhaps someone who has survived breast or ovarian cancer, or even better, next time you're with this person that you love, why don't you just turn on this podcast and listen together? It'll show that you are here to support her sexual recovery, and it will serve as a really lighthearted way of starting a sexual conversation that could otherwise be very difficult to have without the right situation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, check me out on all the social media networks. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Come on, baby. What are you waiting for? It is definitely time to link up. Thanks so much for turning on Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. Sex in South Beach is sponsored by Sense Aromatherapy Body Oil, the best smelling body oil that not only hydrates your skin and makes you feel so good with its aromatherapy effects, but it also repels insects so you will never get bit by a mosquito again. Repel bugs, attract love. Sense Body Oil. S-E-N-S-E -S -E, BodyOil.com.